No Christian has to be poor. If we had to be poor, Jesus wouldn't have said, I've been anointed to preach the gospel to the poor. What was he preaching to the poor? If it's not to correct it, then it should be preached to the poor. He said, I came to preach to the sick. And we know when he preached to the sick, the God won heal. So if he's preaching to the poor, then prosperity is part of the gospel. It is. Are you with me? It's part of the gospel. Amen. Which is able. It has an ability. I tell people, I believe God's word so, so much. Because it has an ability. I told you this the other time. For by faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. It has an ability to produce. He says, I commend you to God to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up and to give you an inheritance amongst them that are sanctified. God's desire is for you to have his word at work in your life. And he has made this possible by bringing to you his message from our man of God, Pastor Ray King. Keep on shining and reigning forever as you receive God's word for your life today. It's not our culture. If you are going to just use culture, you'll fail. Of course, it's not our culture. But is that God's principle? We should be definite about it. And unapologetic about it. What is God's mind about it? Does God love the people? Yes. But he doesn't like the thing. Hallelujah. He doesn't like it. Amen. They asked certain men of God, they said, oh, um, they, they don't want to say outrightly if it is a sin, they should read their Bibles and check. Meanwhile, it is there. You see, as a man of God, how will you give such an answer? One late woman of God said that, you know, um, she is not going to, she doesn't, she would prefer not to talk about that side. She has friends who are into those things, but she would prefer not to talk so that they won't feel condemned. I said, we are not condemning anybody. We are condemning that devil. I'm not condemning anyone. It's the devil. Deception. Very soon you have guys going to a brig girls because they feel like women in boys' bodies. <laughs> because you get up one day, you say, Me felice me your bear mouth. Me felice me your bar. So now that I feel like a girl, I don't want to go to a boys' school. You they let them accept it. And you see how many boys will be in girls' schools and how many girls will be in boys' schools. Because now if you pass the law, I have the right to my, whatever in quote, I feel. Someone says he's Somalian, but he feels he's a German stuck in the Somalian body. So that's what's called trans, transmigrants. So one day you, some of you that like UK, this one day you get out. Where you got? <laughs> you get up one day and say, I don't feel like a Ghanaian. I don't feel like I'm a Ghanaian. I am, I am British. You see, no, that is where it's leading to. 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 So the devil is taking charge of emotions. 
emotions. And he's, that, that's why I said, deception, eh? So, can you have gays and lesbians or whatever in your congregation? Yes, but you have to teach them the word. Take them through proper counseling. Letting them come to know this is who you really are. And not say because they are in your congregation so you can't talk about it. I'm not preaching to please you. I'm preaching, saying what God has said. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to the Father. So, say, I stand against the wiles of the enemy. I refuse to be deceived. In any form. Whether in my society. Whether in the church. In the schools, I refuse to be deceived. I have the Holy Ghost in me. Hallelujah. Celebrate Jesus. Amen. Amen. It's very important. So when, I, when I'm saying it, sometimes you are wondering, oh, maybe, um, how do you call it? I'm just talking about emotions. You have no idea. I'm a pastor. And I've been awakened to purpose. I know what emotions can do. I know what emotions can do. In the year 2018, was one of the times that I had to master my emotions with regards to pain. Hence, because of what I went through. Come and stand there and preach regardless of how I felt. Some of you know about it. What all of you know? What I went through and I, I had to stand and preach, be strong. Where you can't answer to anybody. So I know what I'm talking about. That was the year the Lord told me, learn to preach beyond what you are going through. I had to gather myself. Sometimes I cried. Yes. When I'm saying crying, it's not like I've not experienced I've experienced it before I cry. That's because I was allowing the thing to get to me. And I said, no, shake it off. I had to shake it off. And still be strong. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Next verse. For we wrestle not against mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I explained the other time these to you, okay? That these are what we are wrestling against. So we wrestle not against flesh and blood. And let this be established in your mind, okay? You are not fighting against another human. Do you know something? If there is a beef between me and you, there is someone behind it. It is not just me and you. No, it's there. So if I'm having an issue with you, I'm angry with you, now that we are angry at each other, realize that the emotions have come up. They are now looking at themselves. Instead of pausing and identifying what is happening behind the scene. Imagine if it was not solved. Like by now, one of you will not be seated here. 
And that was years ago. Like by now, out of that pain, whatever, one of you will not be seated here. One will have to take a decision and say, then I'm leaving the church. But sometimes you have to look beyond. It is not you and I. Hmm. And that long whatever that may be going, maybe after it is solved, that is when there will be some. Then now, the devil says that way, in conformity, may come, your mother be Yemen, and yet let me keep them in there. Do you understand? We wrestle not against flesh and blood. Listen, when there is a difference, settle the difference, move on. That's it, you move on. We wrestle not against flesh and blood. The moment you take the place of flesh and blood, you are letting the devil have victory. And that's deception. He says, but against what? Principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, and against spiritual wickedness in high places, in the heavenlies. You have spirits that are ruling and controlling from the heavens. Not the heaven that God is. The other heavens. And some are in the earth. Some are in the water. Some are in mountains. Some are in trees. Some take charge of vicinities. Sometimes they can go into your pets. You've got this nice dog in your house. You think, let me, I lay hands on my dogs. When I get a dog, when you come, I lay hands on you. And I declare you, no spirit can enter you while you are, you are in my house. Sanctify Carmine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you, your cat, you lay hands on it. Listen, he's giving you dominion over every creeping thing, everything in the air. So whatever you bring to your, lay hands on it. Yesterday, I saw a mouse in my house and I said, let me finish with church. What I'll do to that mouse? How did you enter? If you are spiritual, you will die. If you are physical, you will die. Hallelujah. Amen. So it's very important. They can even inhabit a chair. They can. So these are things. They are the ones that have taken charge of the systems. So they, they are infiltrating things into the educational system, the working system, you understand? And sometimes you are not smart and you think that, oh, technology is getting better, the world is getting better, so we can accept certain things. It's now becoming a global village, whatever. So we can accept certain things. I'm transcultural. The only culture I accept is that of the world. If it's a Ghanaian culture and it's not consistent with the word of God, it's a no for me. Hallelujah. If it's an American culture that isn't consistent with the word of God, it's a no for me. Tell anybody, you got to be cultured. Cultured by the word. Think the word. Talk the word. Live the word. Sleep the word. Do everything the word. Give the Lord a mighty clap of Amen. 
So, I don't want, we've gone into a little detail about this. Let's move to the next. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God, that ye may be able to stand in the evil day, uh-huh, all that to stand. You see, he's focused on standing. Standing, not falling. Standing, not falling. This is what Paul said. You know, sometimes we want to magnify our weakness or because we are human. This is what Paul said. He says that, for there was sent a spirit that wanted to blah, 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 blah. And this was a, this was a thorn in my flesh. Something is sickness, not sickness. He said, this thorn, it was like you are saying a pain in my neck. So this thing was a thorn. And then he says that, and it was there to what? Humble him. He says that, but in my weakness, his strength is made perfect. When Paul says, I'll boast my weakness, he's not trying to say that, so I am weak, 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 weak. No. He's just trying to say that I acknowledge that this part of me needs that help. And then God's grace or um, um, his, God's strength is perfected in that place. That's what he's saying. So it is not a scripture to you say, oh, so then therefore, um, so, mm. you saying it, are you also saying that his strength is perfected there? Hello. Do you understand? Or you are just saying where Paul, you didn't finish Paul's own. You just said up to a point. Is his strength perfected in the weakness? If his strength is perfected in your weakness, you must see it. I'll go into that detail one day. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Next verse. Stand therefore having your loins get about with truth and having on the breastplate of righteousness. Give the Lord a mighty clap of him. So now he's telling us he's telling us how we are at war and he's giving us the you know, the dress, the whole armor put on. And I told you, this is not a prayer topic. When when I come to start praying, you say, Lord, in the name of Jesus, today I put on the whole armor of God. I wear the belt of truth. And, you know, and I wear the breastplate of righteousness. Oh, I wear the shoes of the gospel. Really? No, that's not a prayer topic. That's not a prayer topic. Not praying to wear the armor. He's letting, <laughs> he's letting you know that the armor that you are wearing, which is your everyday, he says you are called to active duty. So this active duty, you are always supposed to be dressed in this armor. So you don't remove the dress one day and wear it another day. You must always be wearing it. So how do you wear it? It is seen in your living. That's why I said your everyday walk is a warfare. So he starts with the belt of truth. Who is uh, uh, who is having wearing something that like can be like a jacket? Like you have a jacket on camp. So whatever that she is wearing with the armor, okay, the belt, this is the belt of truth. This being the belt of truth, okay, is there. Now, the whole armor, what keeps everything in place is the belt. 
all your, where you keep your sword, everything, they are being held by the belt. That's why I said, let your loins be get with what? Truth. So it is actually truth that holds the whole thing in place. So if there is a problem or there is a loophole in your truth of the gospel, then... So you see, it's not a prayer topic. Because some of the prayer topics that we are praying in Christ is not true. You can sit down. It's not true. So it says that make sure your loins are get about with truth. So what am I saying? So sometimes, you know, you may be going through or facing something. What is the truth about God's word or from God's word concerning that matter? That is where the warfare is. That is where the warfare is. What's the truth of his word? Maybe the devil is hunting you with your past. It's a warfare. So now you where? You take the truth and you say that, for there is therefore now no condemnation. That is the belt of truth. When it's guarding your heart, now the devil has no place. Talks about the breastplate of righteousness. How to deal with truth today. Talk about righteousness another time. That's what I'm saying. You see, and this is it. Deception is a lie, which is a deviation from the truth. So he starts by telling us, hey, having your loins get about with truth. Because that's what holds everything in place. That's what holds everything in place. If the truth, um, yes, the truth is loose, the whole thing will be so your knowledge on righteousness, no truth. Knowledge on salvation, no truth. Knowledge on uh, defeat, nothing. Where your, your, the sword of the spirit, no truth. It's a problem. Hallelujah. So the truth of his word. And that's the truth I've been giving you. That's where the warfare is. So one of it I'm dealing with is the emotions. From last month, that's what we've been talking about, the emotions. These are one of the things that death, let's go somewhere. Ephesians. Let's go to Ephesians chapter 4. I just... Okay. And let's read from verse... Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. 17. Are you all there? One, two, three, go. This I say, therefore, uh huh, that ye henceforth walk not as walk, uh huh. He says, do not walk as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind, the looseness of their mind. In other words, People walk that way. And that is true in our day. He says that, you see, and that's why I'm telling you, your mind, your soul, your emotions, these are places God targets. So it really matters what you watch, what you hear, what you see. Because these things define or program your mind. Hallelujah. Amen. Hmm. Next, having the understanding what darkened, alienated from the life of God 
Did you just see that? He says that having their understanding darkened. The people of the world. Being alienated from the Zoe of God. What is keeping them from the Zoe is through ignorance. Are you seeing why the word of God is so important? Through the ignorance that is in them. Because of the blindness of their hearts. So he talks about the mind. The vanity of their minds. Now he talks about what? Their, their understanding darkened. Can you imagine? Your understanding is that It doesn't mean that they have an understanding. But it's a darkened understanding. And that is what they want to put into your kids. Through the schools. That's what they want to put into people. Through internet. That's why I said the church, we must take advantage of the internet and use it for the gospel. Don't just leave it. And now you to you get up one day, you start, um, uh, um, filters, no doors or something. Snapchat. You start, Snapchat, you put your, hold it, you have the mirror. You put your phone there. That, that, that is all. Then you come and post it. The Temple of Paris is a grace-based ministry headed by the Lord Jesus Christ and led by his servant, the man of God, Pastor Roy King. Our vision is connecting the world to Christ and raising men unto perfection. Our purpose is revealing the righteousness of God to man, and our mission, preaching the gospel to everyone in our sphere of contact. We welcome you to join us in worship at the Zion Convocation Arena at North Ligon, 5th Purple Street. On Sundays, we have the Rhema service at 9 a.m. prompt. On Wednesdays, we have the Epikodomio service at 6.30 p.m. prompt. And on Fridays, we have the Hour of Intimacy at 6.30 p.m. prompt. You can contact our team on 020-099-8099-054-849-0559 and 055-592-6251. The Temple of Harris, forever we are kinging in Christ.